Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, recorded at River Road Studios. Our show is brought to you by the Herbal Nurse Society. Guys, talk about the Herbal Nurse Society. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we really have been enjoying having the Herbal Nurse Society as an ally to support the Practical Herbalist and Real Herbalism Radio. It's, It's the way, one of the wonderful ways that we can fund the work that we're doing. And people just join it for... Um, what ends up being four, $49.99 a year. Mm-hmm. And that's um, some people are, are paying, looking at it like monthly, that's $4.99 a month, which is nothing. No, not even that. Because yeah. $4.99 a month times 12 would be 60 So it's actually less than $5 a month. Yeah, yep. if you sign up for the year long. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. one latte. Yeah, yeah, that's true. One cup of coffee and yep. you have access. With or without the banana. Right. Yeah. You have access to all of the um, Herbal Nurse Society articles that uh, Sue spends a lot of time researching and writing. We have um, podcasts. And I think we're actually moving all the podcasts because of the Herbal Nurse Society. We're moving all the podcasts to um, public. Mm-hmm. And we're in the process of doing that. Mm-hmm. So um, thank them for being able to bring all of those podcasts. So look for uh, all 145 or 60 or whatever uh, podcasts we are available on, on the feed. 196. Yeah, so, so they yeah, will be all available on the uh, iTunes feed. So yeah. that's coming in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's a exciting thing. And that was Herbal Nerd Society. They made that possible. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you want to just use that thought that you're putting some money in and you're getting a reward for it by – by getting some exclusive content, then that's great. And we are really happy that you're able to to benefit from that. But I know because Patrick has done the research that a lot of people, they're just joining the society in order to support the work that we do and yeah. the all of the stuff that we offer people. So, and we do a lot of work in the community as well, helping folks out and spreading the word and, you know, just doing what we do as herbalists and, I really am grateful for that. So, yeah. In fact, as a thank you, later in the show, we're going to announce the contest winners for. Um, Actually, we're going to announce them right after this little moment. Oh, here we go. We'll, oh, I okay. We'll make them wait. Make All them wait. Right. Oh, I had a yeah. list on what I was going to say, and that was my next thing. But okay, I'll here's wait. The, here's here's the <laughs> difference between the parenting styles. <laughs> yeah, get all your dessert audience. Now. Yeah, right. why not? So. <laughs> but okay, we got to chew through the fiber first, folks. <laughs> All right. Well, we will announce the winner of winners of the book uh, from Maria Noel Groves, um, and the Grow Your Own Herbal Remedies. So we'll do that at the end of the show. Yes, and that is thanks to the Herbal Nerd Society. Yes, they made that possible mm-hmm. as well. Yep. All right. Well, it was hiatus month. As we take two one two hiatus months a year, this is the summer hiatus, and we do that to recharge our batteries and get out into the world of plants and herbalism and and everything else so mm-hmm. what did you guys do during hiatus so what, oh, what okay. were you up to well for i put two two articles up for the herbal nerd society this month so i know people are used to getting four but this time they got two we get a vacation too and that was on mullen which we'll talk about later in the show and then i also put up um two articles from our guest authors one was on using chamomile as a herbal first aid for dogs and cats. And that that article has just been taking off. It's been read over and over again because so many people are really hungry for ways to help their, their beloved pets. And then the other one that um, I put up was one 
about warrior's plume at Subedicularis, and that one people are just fascinated with. And we've, we've mentioned Pedicularis several times for our anxiety. And this one, um, the author was was um, talking about one that is in Northern California where she, where she lives. And I know that there's a lot of different Pedicularises out there. I have a tendency to use the one that grow here in the Willamette Valley. There's a couple of different species. But the one that she was talking about is far more rare. And she was talking about its uses, but also talking about how it grows and, you know, some ethical ways of handling that plant. And it is gorgeous. All the particulars in my mind are just absolutely stunning plants. So if you go to our website, you'll see both of those articles there and look for more. I'm going to just hope from those two authors, they're, they're wonderful. Um, so Jamie and Jacqueline, I thank you for your for your input. And other people that have articles that they want, we'll put up um, some guidelines that we have for guest authors so that when people want to share something, then they can. Now, this is a labor of love, so we're not paying people for it, yeah. but it is a really great way to get your name out there. And um, each of our authors have put out at least four references for the um the information that they have. And there's some other things that you'll see on our guidelines list. So I look forward to more people sharing what they have to um, say about herbs and holistic living and also about um, uh, homesteading because we, we really like that people are more independent. I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, well, thing. well, you were out busy working. Mm -hmm. I was out busy learning and playing. So oh, nice. Mm -hmm. I got into the garden and finally planted the rue. Oh, great. You, yeah, yes. And thank you survived. for sharing, Candace. <laughs> and it survived my planting. So mm -hmm. that's good. And then I um, I decided this year to try spilanthes. And what I'm noticing is it was pretty happy until our environment started to get dry. Yes. And so it perks up and it looks super happy like the day after I water it. And then mm -hmm. and it goes, the next Ooh. day it's really, yeah. So it needs a lot of water. Yeah. Um, but I've been got a small tincture I started of that. And mm -hmm. I was thinking about drying some of the flowers. Mm -hmm. um, and just the, the aerial parts in general yeah, are great. Yeah. 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 So I was thinking about trying drying some just to see how that works as comparison. And I got Monarda finally growing in my garden. Nice. I've tried several times and failed several times. Yeah. You have to really water those plants. You do. It's really kind of mm -hmm. important. So I had this great little stand of Monarda and I had it growing. I live by a busy street and people walk by often. Mm -hmm. And so it was just doing great. And then I came by and saw someone. Had, I think what they tried to do is pick the flower oh, and then completely uprooted it. it. Oh, so then they sorry. picked the flower parts off and then threw the not flower parts down like a couple of feet away from Jerk. it and, I was, oh. and it already dried yeah, by that time it was so too late to replant so yeah. i had some swear words to share with the people oh. that had gone by oh, please sorry. don't do that to other people that's no, super rude that's bad and then i planted skull cap and it seems to be pretty happy in the little spot i put it in so mm -hmm. hopefully it'll survive we'll yep. see and it's that beautiful little sparkly blue mm -hmm. that it has for its flowers I yeah think are really sweet i've been snipping off the tops before it's flowering right now because oh, okay. i've been drying it sure so and yeah. keeping it more bushy and mm -hmm. i want the roots to be really strong so i'm kind of trying to keep it good idea you know tight and i need to snip them when are but they look close enough that in the dehydrator 
I'm not sure that would I would tell them apart and I don't oh, want to mix them up. Yeah, so. I put little pieces of paper in there. Yeah, well, well the, what my it dehydrator is, is it's got like relatively large holes between the trays. So some some leaves will fall oh. to the stuff below it. Oh, I see. So like I did lemon verbena as well. So but lemon verbena and skullcap are different enough that even you once can, they're dry, you, you can, can kind of tell the shape. Mm-hmm. So I can pick them apart if anything falls through. Mm-hmm. And I've got a few of those jelly roll style right thingies yeah. that those i use nice. yeah those but are expensive yeah exactly so they i just have the ones that came with the original thing so mm-hmm. i've got like three of them or something like that yeah so that's not enough i'm gonna fill all my trays <laughs> would <laughs> parchment so. paper work it probably would is but there enough air that goes up between i don't know i wonder about that i do have two of them that are made without the holes like i have mm-hmm. two Three, I think it is, with with little like super tiny holes, so yeah. the air goes through. Yeah, and I have two that are no holes at all. Mm-hmm. I don't use the two with no holes because to me it seems like well then the air's not going to go through. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. My dehydrator's not very fancy. Right, you got the round one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's got temperature before. control, but that's it. Yeah, and even that's probably not super accurate. Yeah, I got one for. Christmas last year and people can go back in time for our podcast to listen to more information about that dehydrator is yeah. a rectangular one. And, oh, I love it. Yeah. But it was, it was a pretty penny. Years ago, I had one of those. It was really nice. Years, that was the one that inspired me to get the one I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it lasted, what did that one last? Yeah, like two seasons out of it, two or three seasons. Or three. Really? Yeah. It didn't last very long. It wasn't, but to be fair, it wasn't, it wasn't that expensive. It wasn't the $1,000 no, version. Oh, like I didn't the, get the $1,000. No, like this was the about, no, not even that. It was like under $100 for no, it. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, no, no. That one was the $200 one that I bought and didn't tell you about. Oh! Oh, oh, well, no, it's we, a decade ago. Well, no, we got it because it was a right. I'd seen it used in a commercial kitchen, right? And I know that he was on a tight budget, and he got it, and he really loved it. And I said, "Geez, Candace, this looks like a really cool thing." And I know we got it, and um, I don't remember spending that kind of money on it. But I know you don't, but I did. <laughs> it wasn't it was a cheap, like one fifty. It wasn't no, like it wasn't three four hundred dollars because we looked at one at, at a store locally here that they were in the three to five hundred range for those things. Wow, you know. Yeah, um, I bought it on Amazon yeah. for like two or three hundred dollars a decade ago. I don't remember that. I think of mine you know. was well, it should have lasted longer than three seasons. Sorry, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah no one's yeah. out now. Now yeah. he's gonna be. Now you understand why I was so angry. Yeah, <laughs> and it didn't have a five-year guarantee or anything like that. No, shame on them. Well, the one that I picked up had a pretty good guarantee, and good. it's been working great. Good, and it. Good. So anyway, go back Yay. to the. It was the, the January. It was the 2018 uh, holiday show, wasn't it? Just after Thanksgiving, where we do all the recommendations. Well, I hadn't, I hadn't got it yet. Oh, so then it would be the 2017, wouldn't it? It was one of the holiday no. shows. It was, it was a, I, was it a holiday? Okay, it was. Remember. I will find the actual one and put it in the show notes because so that's all we ever. You know, we do product yeah. dropping. It's usually during a holiday show. Yeah, yeah that's usually. true. Our ten things we love. But sometimes it is after. Because we're doing the, the first oh, show Oh, that's back. true. I just yes. got this. It's amazing. Yeah. Could be January. You're yeah. right. But we do recommend you go back over some of those other shows. And maybe if you remember, then uh, we're, when I post our show, then you could write a little note to us on social media, either on our Facebook page or on send a little note on Instagram or Twitter. Send us a little tweet. Say, 
oh, Sue, it was this particular show. <laughs> I remember it very well, you dingling. Don't say you dingling. Don't say you dingling. I already said it, so you don't have to say it. So besides doing the gardening stuff that I did, I also took a couple of classes. I took a webinar from KP Kulsa that was oh, on yes. face reading. That was really interesting. You have to and say it what is. that is. It, it's on um, – that one was focused on being able to look at the features of a person's face and understand some of the deeper psychological motivations they have for – Doing what they do or saying what they say. Or well, whatever. you already know why I'm crazy. So I, don't I can't watch a movie or a television show with Candace now without her pointing out. Well, oh, that's that's a that's a keg, and that's why. And that oh, that's totally why they're going to be doing this. And yeah, you know, well, I, but I'm talking the about actor, the actor, yeah, I understand. not uh-huh. the character, because but, sometimes they don't map together. Right, very but, well. uh, but the that's correlation. Correcting. She always she'll say that too. Um, but it's, oftentimes she's like, oh, well, look, they cast that person in the right spot with the right personality or the right yeah. facial structure. I always find it fascinating when they cast, because I do watch, look at their hands, too. A lot of times you'll see actors' hands. Oh, I really notice hands. And I find mm-hmm. it really fascinating when you see someone who's got like a headline that's just straight and they're playing a creative character. And, like they're playing an artist. And you're like. No. And the artist they're playing is not like a technical artist. It's oh, you're just, looking at the lines. Of yeah, the, the lines. I look at reading. fingers and, and yeah. face. I got this weird thing about thumbs, well, I, too. I do that, too. But That's what we call a fetish. It just my daughter and I have the same thing. We were watching some movie and the, the, you saw the actor reach for something. And both my daughter and I went, oh, because he had that type of thumb that we both hate. <laughs> <laughs> we looked at each other and went, Oh, Ooh. sweetie, that's for me. I am so sorry. That's yeah, a, that, that's a life have, curse. You have a thumb type that you hate? That, yes. Well, I don't want to describe it because someone in the audience might have, oh, that's my hand. She'll hate my hands. But, okay. So on the positive side, then what thumb do you love? Um, I, well, we like uh, strong, dexterous thumbs. I, I think there's a certain amount of bend back that I'm comfortable with and not comfortable with. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if it too, goes is that too much if it, if I'm, it, I'm giving you the hitchhiker sign is that yeah too much? The, that's too you're, much that's okay that's okay, okay. but don't yeah, do anything yeah. more or i'll get the shutters <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just uh, i don't know i look at the hands and say oh look that person's got a really earthy hand isn't it interesting that they you know cast them in a a role where they're being, you know, a secretary or mm-hmm. in a role where they're being the detective or in a role where they're being, you know, a professor who's supposed to be airheaded. I'm like with an earth hand, I'm doubtful that person's going to be as airheaded as this role would demand, but mm-hmm. maybe. But that's what acting is all about. <laughs> You're supposed to be able to jump into other people's lives and, and, you know, go beyond yourself. Right. But there's also the element of believability. That's very true. And we all tend to pick up, even though we may That's not understand the psychology mm-hmm. and we might not have like a a um, conscious understanding where you could actually analyze and say, oh, this, you know, this hand means this. Therefore, I expect this from this person or mm-hmm. this facial feature means that. So I'm going to be likely to get this type of, you know, focus from this person. Mm-hmm. We know those things without knowing them. Most of yeah, us have, have unconditional. Yeah, we have thoughts un- and biases in our heads. Well, yeah. we have unconditional pro or unconscious programming because mm-hmm. we're human and mm-hmm. we live in this culture. So, in this culture, you know, there are certain mannerisms that we'll pick up on, or mm-hmm. and we're often not even aware why. You know, you don't know why it is that you don't expect that guy to ever be reliable. You mm-hmm. don't know. 
Mm-hmm. You don't even know him. He's just started working with he you. He just smells like flaky. Yes. Well, yeah. And then six the months later. The would be. That was, that's what Candace would say. Yeah, like, that's her. Oh, yeah. yeah. I look at him and go, oh, he's got a really air hand. Okay. Well, look. It's supposed to be air head. No, look oh, at no, well, her hand. Yeah. I know. Hand. I know. And and then, but then look at his facial structure. Oh, yeah. You must be you a know. delight to be sitting in next to in a movie now. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I feel bad for any 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 girl or friend that Finn brings to the house because she's right away. Do, 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 oh, yeah. Looking yeah. at the whole thing. Ooh, which one is she? <laughs> you know. Yes. And I have done. It's true. I do. <laughs> and when I'm in movies, I'll, I'll see the plants and go, you know that they're in California right now. Or <laughs> exactly. That is right. not. That is not California. They are in that's Vancouver. That's not Tatooine. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's indigenous to the red. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> red sand under there. That's not how chemistry works. Right. <laughs> so yeah. those of you who know KP Colsa, you want to give them a big thank you from Candace and especially from Patrick and Sue because I'm driving them crazy with the beautiful knowledge he shared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then also I took a class. I had an opportunity to take a class with Maya Toll. It was just a single oh, day I didn't workshop. know that. Yeah, it was really. Mountain Rose Herbs brought her into the Eugene area to do book signing and this class and i'm not sure what else my guess is she probably did some shooting of videos because it seems like most of the herbalists that they, they bring in yeah they sure. they have stuff like that um but i had the opportunity to go take the class with her and it was wonderful mm-hmm. it was a really nice time i enjoyed it and uh what how is you, how do you spell her last name i want to look this up t-o t-o-l-l l-l as it as it sounds toll yeah toll Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to have yes. something on our show notes about both of those people. Yeah, Katie she's she's got a new book that will be coming out in October, and I believe we will be having an interview with her. Oh, good. Coming out this fall. Very good. In the process of working all the details, but mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Thanks to our buddy Mason Hutchinson. He's starting to send us little notes about when mm-hmm. uh, Mountain Rose brings people into town. Because mm-hmm. we share the same town, and that means that we get to have um, time spending with those wonderful people when they come in for the 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 herbalism something project, free herbalism project, free herbalism project, which is always on Sunday. Mm-hmm. My day off is not Sunday. <laughs> Although you know, you should really consider changing that. I did take a day off. I always take two days off from Occupy Medical every year. And yeah. I had one this last Sunday, and I went boating. I think you should take one off a month. Oh uh, no, no! What? Yeah. Why? Because take you need a Sunday a break. off from Occupy. You need a break, girl. To recharge those batteries, girl. Yeah. I. Uh, nope. We would like you to last longer, more years with Occupy Medical rather than fewer. I, I've been, I've been at it since 2011. Yes, I we know. know, and and. I know. And it's, and it's recharging. Friend, and that, uh, this is a conversation with Pat. Oh, the here table. we go. We'll have the table for <laughs> yeah, I, don't think, I don't think we want to bring this one up right now. Yeah. So, no, we're not saying it doesn't fuel you. It does. But on the on another side of it, throws um, gas on the fire. You're doing a yes. lot of it wears you things. Down. You're doing yeah. a lot of things with people that are um, in different places. And as a healer, you take that in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't. Uh, healed healer, yeah, uh-huh. things start to appear. 
Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, that being so said, we want you to last longer with Occupy Medical. We don't want you to burn out. Yeah, but I, so. there's no way one a month. No. Well, Mm-mm. there's always a way. It's just whether or not you want to do it. Yeah. I, I usually have Saturdays off, almost every single Saturday off every month. Good. That's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I had to have a rest after taking some time with y'all. Cause, oh uh-huh. man, I'm telling you what, mm-hmm. oh, right. the sweat on my brow, the tears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the what was that class really about? Did we really say? Um, the one with Maya. Yeah. She it was called uh, Earth Medicine One Hundred and One, hmm. and really it was about finding the balance between working with herbal energetics and all of that and reading about them as opposed to actually experiencing them mm-hmm. and then understanding the science and all of that. It was about being right in that sweet spot in the middle where you combine both pieces and you create opportunities for yourself to have experiences with the plants so that you experience the energetics you experience. Mm-hmm. And then science gives you a language for describing what you're experiencing, mm-hmm. but Energetic and traditional languages also give you a language and you learn how to piece all of those languages together. But primarily it comes from you have a relationship with the plant. Yeah. And because you have that relationship with the plant, you have a better chance of choosing matching that plant with people when it's appropriate for with the right people. Mm-hmm. So lemon balm as a antidepressant herb works for some people, but not for everybody when you understand the nature of the plant and you have that close connection with lemon balm, then you've got a person who's standing before you saying, boy, I'm, you know, really struggling with, you know, SADS this year, seasonal affective disorder. Type oh, of okay. Symptoms. I thought you were saying with lowercase yeah. SADS. Like, <laughs> I get SADS too. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no. talking about the actual. <laughs> but you can look at them and you can say, oh, well, I can see that you're, you know, lacking that upward energy that lemon balm can help bring mm-hmm. for instance right. you know liquid smile right mm-hmm. exactly sure. so that one you know that you might be like oh well lemon balm is well suited to this person but there's another person standing right next to them oh they're twin look you know and mm-hmm. that person also is struggling with depression and one of the key differences may be that the second person has been struggling, also had like a cold, that nasty cold flu thing that went through and, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody took like a month and a half. And the second person who has, describes many of the same symptoms might be actually better suited to St. John's wort. Mm -hmm. And you can look at the surface level and maybe see that, but if you've really got a connection with the plants, then they just show up and it's really clear to you or it becomes, starts to become really clear. So that's, you know, you, you start changing the formulas you're using or tweaking them to match the people, mm-hmm. the, the people. It's like putting friends together. Right. You know, these plants would be do good friends. a show about essential oils because that describes some of the ways that, except in the other way around, that I had with essential oils. It was just, I had them in my life because I felt like they were important and so I should use it. But uh, people were describing like, Oh, this one works for this kind of mood and this kind of thing. And I just, huh? And I wasn't yeah. getting it. And then I started doing more. Like I had to figure out how how your nasal passages worked, about the little nerves that hang down that go mm-hmm. directly to the brain. I had to learn about how nanoparticles worked. Mm-hmm. I had to learn about how it physically 
works. And we right. had to have the, the science had to progress enough for me to grasp that. Right. And once I got it, I was like, oh, okay. Then right. when people would come in and they would say key things like, ah, that matches this because that's that's yeah. how this person is working. This is an important part of either the trauma that they experienced or some right. of the other stuff that they're they're struggling with in their life. And mm-hmm. this is this chemical is in this essential oil and it absorbs very quickly. And that's exactly what this one, this person could use. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, same same kind of thing, except with a like you have your way, um, Candace, mm-hmm. I'm pointing to Candace, of mm-hmm. people that can't see through radio waves <laughs> of mm-hmm. of looking and, and noticing pr- presentations. And then I have this other way of doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's the same idea, you know, n- know yeah. how to speak your own language. Right. right. Yeah. 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 That makes total sense. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I've had that with so many other plants that had been mm-hmm. presented in more uh, esoteric way. And I'm just scratching my head and going... <laughs> Well, one month, one of those is our herb of the month, isn't it? Exactly, mullen. Yeah. yeah, I really struggled with mullen. Yeah, yeah. But then actually sitting down and analyzing it and reading what we had available, and one thing that I found out, and this was a little daunting, in the 1950s, the estimate was it took 50 years for our medical knowledge to duplicate. That was about what it was. Mm-hmm. Now, I I understand in 2020. It will take seventy-five days for so our medical doll knowledge to duplicate to to double 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 yep. in size. So if someone does a study on mullen today, seventy-five days from now, you we'll can know. expect there to be twice as much information about it. Hmm. Interesting. Yep, and that's wonderful because mm-hmm. we're finally some of these things we've been using as herbalists for a long time and just going well, it, it works because it, it works. It works, mm-hmm. I guess. Now we're going to have far more buy-in and more people being able to use it and use it for other conditions that we didn't even understand or not use it poorly for things right. because now we understand it better. So it's exciting at the same time, like I, I already know I never keep up. I already know every right. day of my life, I am no matter how much I study, I will always be outdated. Right. I'm used to being just... You, you don't know, Sue. I'm just used to that being my mantra. <laughs> but now it's going to be like, oh, okay, whatever, which is not discouraging. It's encouraging to find out more. Yeah. It's a it's a it's another bucket of gas on that fire in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> but, yeah, mullen. Yeah. So uh, you've been looking at mullen. I mean, it's been blooming in our area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Man. Some of the purple flowers and hairy leaves, right? Uh, it is. The flowers <laughs> are not so You just purple. said that to screw with yeah. me, right? <laughs> yeah. I remember. I mean, I know we have it at the house. I was like, aren't those ones the purple flowers and hairy leaves? No, actually, I don't tall. think we have any mullet. Well, if we have mullet, it's first year mullet because okay. I threw seeds out. So it does have a fuzzy is leaf. That, no, that's something else. What is it? That's... um. The purple flowers with the fuzzy leaves. Are you thinking about one of the mints? No, 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 no. Fuzzy. So it, uh, you're not. Are you, you thinking think about, about um, foxglove? No, no, no. Sweet no. peas. No, it was an herb that you particularly like, and I'm trying to remember the name of it now. Oh, well, it's sure mucilaginous, and it's um grows at our house pretty frequently. Mm. Marshmallow? No, off the point. Yeah, but our marshmallow we have it it doesn't have purple. It can in different soils. No, this is a you talked about this herb a ton, and I can't. It's not the comfrey. It's not skullcap. I mean, it's 
talking about borage. There you go. Borage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a lovely. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I think of them as more blue. Probably the, the anti melon. I mean, for, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's don't nice. Know my plants. I mean, you know. But you got you you in your head. You had a plant oh, yeah. that you noticed, oh, yeah. and yeah. many years ago, plants were not in your notice. Right. Yeah. So true. that's great. That's true. Yeah. But, well, it was more like, well, is this a weed? Do I have to pull it out or to keep it? Yeah. Don't touch yeah. my weeds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did I did some some um, um, incidental oh. gardening the other day. The other day, so disappointed. Oh. <laughs> so you do some gardening the other day. So I go oh. down this path and I'm like, oh. Well, the mint is coming back in. Well, we spent a lot of time eradicating the mint from this area. Yeah. I have a few moments. I shall purge this area of the mint. 60 seconds of spontaneous gardening. And I threw it in a big pile of mint. And I threw it over on the side where I knew we'd be um, composting it later. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I did my good deed for the day. Candace can be so happy because I cleared all the I have a really bad feeling about this. Day before that, (laughs) we got some some tomatoes from the community-supported agriculture thing that we're doing. So Mm -hmm. we'd gotten a box of fruits and vegetables. And there were some tomatoes in there. I was super excited because I am really a very poor gardener. And I didn't even try tomatoes this year because they never turned into anything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'd cut up one of the tomatoes and I had made added mint and some goat cheese and I had a Walla Walla onion. So I cut a little bit of that up. Oh, that's delightful. It was a lovely, delightful salad. Yeah, it was really good. Refreshing for a hot day. Yes. And Mm -hmm. I used a big handful of mint and a small amount of sage just to add that little bit of bitter to it. Savory, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was really, it was wonderful. So that was on Wednesday. On Thursday, yoga day. I was like, oh, I'll get done with yoga. I'll go out. I'll harvest some more of that mint because the main mint patch is completely flowered. And at this time of year, the bees are loving it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I typically let it flower yeah, and let it you're stay. You're wildlife friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but this little second bit that had shown up, I was like, well, because those guys came in, I'll hack those back and then I'll rip them out at the end of the season. I won't let them flower because I let the big patch go. So the big patch is right there buzzing with bees and mm-hmm. I, my yoga therapist and I come out and I'm like, hey, do you want some mint? I'll, you know, scrab you some because it's already been harvested. Yeah. And look, it's all gone. <laughs> Great. I never garden. I'm okay. So right. I never you stop. Know why. I never stop oh. and go, oh, I think I'll help Candace out here. So <laughs> my second, my second mint and tomato salad didn't happen. And my yoga therapist did not get mint. That well, day. I said there was a pile. It was just a fresh pile right it's there. Fresh, a fresh, fresh wilted. I saw the couple of straggly bits that were still on the ground. They had been out in the blazing heat oh, no. for a, two hours. It was a bundle of mint next to the the bags. But of the sand straggly thing. bits were out in the heat for two Ooh, hours. Yes, but, and he threw the pile over by the sand. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's going to be in crap shape. Sorry, you didn't those. even look. Now, now I know you didn't. There even was look. no. There I, was now. No I no essential oils left because they'd cooked off. It was a hot day. I think well, that, I think the deep undercore layers of that would have been fine. But the, one, the ones in the sand. In the center. She no, already in, had in her sets. Yeah, so whatever. There were already sets. So, so Patrick's big gardening experience during hiatus was throwing out the mint he shouldn't have touched. <laughs> no, he did but not. He it, did not harvest the wild lettuce that's going to seed in the front yard and needs to get pulled out. Oh, no, you want did, that out? He did not take care of that. It's just in the wrong place. I do oh, not okay. need any more of that. I've had so much of that that I've ripped out because it goes to seed and then... And it goes everywhere because yeah. of the composite. Sure. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And he didn't pull out any of the thistles from the front yard. What thistle? 
all the thistles that I okay. pulled out. Is it both Canada thistles? Okay. Uh, both, okay. both of these plants that you were talking about need and require gloves to remove. Gloves. You're right. And if you're just Min, walking by. Right. Min doesn't. So He also did not do anything to help with the uh, grapevines in front that are always overgrowing. He didn't do anything there. Again, I was on my way out like you do. Because right. this is how so Candace gardens. Again. She walks by. Oh. I see a thing. I'll pick it up. She picks it up. No, she does. Throws it on the trail. He ignored all of the the grass <laughs> that was growing into the path, mm-hmm. and he also ignored the um the false dandelions because growing into mint the path. Is, Let me ask and, you this. And the thistles because mint is voracious and it needs to be quelched wherever you're going to have it. If okay. I'm going to quelch anything, it'll be that grass. Let, let me ask fine. you this, Patrick. Mm-hmm. After you were done with the mint patch, mm-hmm. did you? Did you find that working with that mint had any change in your mood? No, not really. No. I mean, I like the smell of it on my hands. I like mint. Mint and I have a good – I mean, I can grow mint. Yeah. <laughs> mint like nobody's business, I can grow mint. Okay. But uh, no, I mean – It doesn't uplift or um, – No, I was in a hurry. I mean, I, I, I just thought I was helping out. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I you know, and I, and I thought, oh, I'm going to do it. So da, da, da. And, yeah. then, and that's what I just, Did you pull my mint? Like, Yeah. Oh, I can't man. believe I'm like, really? That mint patch was there for oh. years and you never – oh, my God. Never <laughs> classic, classic time. That's all right. It's fine. I can't remember what I ate. I did something no, not mint. that night. Well, you know, such <laughs> a good cook, Candace. You can do else. a lot with very little. I've seen you just yep. That's ch- true. put little pieces together. That's, That's one thing about coming to the, the Hunter household is both Patrick and Candace are really good cooks and they mm-hmm. do um, – they you you prepare to be pampered. Mm-hmm. You can't just have a cup of coffee. Oh, I'm oh, sitting here oh. with gas station coffee, and Patrick's curling his lips every time he looks over at it. Yes. Yes. It's like, <laughs> no. hey, I, put that vile stuff. I, no, no, because <laughs> you're a good cook. To you're be a chef. fair, though, I, I, to be fair, to be fair, the coffee at Pacific Northwest gas stations in general is way better than anything you'll find. Yes, east. Of the Cascades. That's yes. very true. Yes. Any, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. Anywhere. Gas station yeah. coffee there is rot gut. It's yep. horrible. It makes me sick every time. Yeah, it's horrible. But here, yeah. it's like it's you walk so in, bad. there's like five different varieties and yeah. a single origin. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Much better so than the military yeah. coffee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's not, sure. and nothing is Arco, but it's not Arco. It's not Folgers. It's not, you know, it's usually some kind of like Cafe Mam or some other local. Or, or it's even Boyd's Coffee out of Idaho, which is fine. I yeah. mean, they, they, mm-hmm. It know, actually comes from a coffee plant. Yeah. yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. As opposed to recycled plastic, which I swear <laughs> is military coffee. Well, yeah. And people yeah. in the military, they are just like going, uh-huh. Yep. yep. Absolutely. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. That's where you think the oil changes go. Ah, yeah. That's how you make yeah. it. That's good. good. So Recycling. I think the only thing that I can think of other than the the mint. <laughs> the mint um, debacle. Uh, the, the mint molestation uh, <laughs> would be – for me, July, end of June, July, there's a lot of summer projects going on, a lot of activities yeah. that generally happen. And that's when injuries happen, you know, like like burns, skin burns. Oh, so true. Scratches, like cuts. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I find myself using a lot of herbal remedies for most of that. Like mm-hmm. um, Finn had, uh, our son went out and he was uh, working, uh, doing labor and and he had a, he was running a weed whacker all day. 
Oh, okay. You know, and he came home and he was just, you could just see his, like he was, he was favoring one side because he had strapped the weed racker, you know, with the shoulder strap all day on one side. Right. And eight hours of vibration yeah. and, and, that's you know, gonna hurt and, even and a that, young buck like him. Hurt. Yeah. And he was in pain. Aww. So, you know, we got out our, um, our dragon's kiss and, uh, or the, the tiger balm that, that, that we've made. The here. handmade one that you have on the recipe on the website. Yeah. 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 And, and I, we, I started working that. He wasn't happy with me, but I started <laughs> yeah. working that into that muscle. <laughs> to do that, and then you know, obviously, told them, okay, till tomorrow when you're running that thing, switch, switch it. it. <laughs> and they're they're designed to be ambidextrous, so put an hour here and an hour there, mm-hmm. hour here and hour there. Um, don't because you don't want to look like a hunchback by the end of the summer. Right. Did he follow your advice, I, even though you're a parent? I don't know if he did because yeah. uh, he didn't say. But you know, that's what kids are like. So, yeah. uh, but you know, we recently had a sunburn um, fiasco. We went out, um, tubing all day on the McKinsey mm-hmm. and I, you know, I know I burn. So I, I buy the, the most expensive, best stuff I can, that most waterproof, you know, mm-hmm. sunscreen I can put on me. And, and I lather up before we go out. I'm just, sure. you know, coated, yeah, right with, you know, yeah. and I got my hat on with the brim and on the river, I wear, I'll wear a shirt and, you know, Finn followed my lead. And I, I, I know he swears he did his feet, but the sunburn, the, evidence would, is different. the sunburn would indicate that he never reapplied. <laughs> right. So he, he burned himself really bad on the Ugh. tops of his feet. And, you know, right. this job that he has is a labor job. So the next day he has to put work boots on. He couldn't even get out of bed. Right. So yeah, I felt for him. We we started doing some uh there was some witch hazel and then got the sunburn put soother. In, yeah, right. The sunburn right. soother right. and then a couple other things to help him uh, you know, deal with that. But aside from that, it's just, you know, through the summer, having the ability to have some um, herbal sprays, you know, like cuts, put some lavender in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know, I watch my friends say, where's my neosporin? Which is put a couple drops of lavender and yep. you're good to go. You know, yeah. right? you don't need triple antibiotic. In fact, uh, in the medical community, to... people are asking you, please don't. Use please don't. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. yeah. I recently heard a TED talk about every time that you use a um, – Antibiotic right now, it a fairy is, loses its wings. Well, yeah. essentially, <laughs> essentially, yeah. what you're actually it's, doing is is if you really don't need it, you may be taking it from somebody else, and not because you're taking it because they don't have enough supply. But it's that so. because mm-hmm. that that yeah. um, uh, whatever you're trying antibiotic to antibiotic yeah, resistance, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. that may be the one that does it. You never yep. know, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of countries that are over way over prescribing it. The U.S. is way down on it, but um, developing yeah. countries are just gets candy. Yeah. Take these mm-hmm. and these. And yeah. they're not even thinking about the ramifications of that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, so and the bacterial family I, is diverse. I oh, know yeah. the full spectrum um, when you're talking about gram negative and gram positive, there's a lot of things in the herbal world that are really great at yes. far, far more sweeping um, um, antibacterial properties. But uh, for the, the medicines that we have, it's, they are, pulling out one constituent and putting that in there. And in this case, they're putting out one for three particular types and putting it in one blend. And that means that it gives the bacterial families a chance to multiply and mutate mm-hmm. against that. Mutations are natural. I had a conversation with right. somebody that was like, well, I see more mutations and maybe that's the radioactive. Like, nope, that's just how evolution works. Yeah. If it wasn't for mutations, we wouldn't be alive today. Right, right. We wouldn't have life on this planet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Diversity is perfectly okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. it, that's why we, one of the reasons why we love the botanical medicines, because they keep changing, constantly right. change in response to the environment that we also live in. Yeah. So it's 
yay botanicals yes so your son did he use aloe for his feet we we um we didn't have aloe on hand okay Uh, we had to actually go out um yesterday we actually went out and got some actual medicine, solocaine, lidocaine, lidocaine, right, and, and this one had aloe. And this well. one had aloe. Okay, well. so yeah, the aloe did get on, but it wasn't like you know we had that one time where you guys harvested the aloe. And yes, it was fresh. We, yeah, 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 we didn't yeah. have that. Yeah, we had none of that. So none of that. I used no, plantain because it's what I had. Oh, plantain is yeah. wonderful, yeah. and I actually use plantain tincture rather than. Oh, internally, or you put it in a spray? Oh, uh, both. Actually, I had him put it on topically, and then I also had him take it internally. <laughs> and calendula was another one that. Oh we used. yes, calendula is yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Yep. Man, I'm a big fan of calendula. Every summer, you yeah. have to have calendula available. Yeah, and honestly, the plantain topically was sort of like a hail mary kind of thing because I was like, I got calendula, so I can put that on there, but I don't have aloe. I don't have. I didn't even have any like creosote or anything like that. That mm-hmm. was just. Did you run go, out so. of the laria that that um, I have gave it us? in dried form, oh. but I didn't have anything that was already in a form that he could put on his right. feet easily. I get you. you know, so I was mm-hmm. just like, well. It's, you know, seven o'clock in the morning and I'm trying to come up with something and I'm friggin' tired. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I do have plantain. Let's, yep. let's try that. And I put some willow with it. Oh, for the for pain. The, yeah, yeah, for the pain. willow bark. Sure. Yeah. Good idea. Mm-hmm. So I had. Listen to the smarts here, folks. Yeah. So I put those two together and I told him to use it topically and internally. Mm-hmm. And Good. then put his feet up the wall so his the yeah. blood's not do foot right. the wall, making his feet, it. Yeah. You know. Poor little thing. And I said, now don't fall asleep this way because you'll have two problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Smart. Put them above her his head. He did go to work today. So uh-huh. that was a that was a big move. So, yeah, I know he's still sore. Uh, and he told me, like, oh, I got two pairs of socks on today. And, and, and is that helping? He said, yeah, but my boots are really tight. Mm. Yeah. Well, I hope for the best for him. Yep. When we were talking about it, it when you – when you don't have insurance typically and you don't have these things and you, and you, and you don't get sick leave and you don't get paid time off for mm-hmm. you have insurance, you live in America, you know, you, yeah, you still have to push through to make the money. The money's not going to stop. You know, the, the, yeah. the, the things you need to pay for aren't going to stop. And he's committed himself to a few things, which are going to require payment. And mm-hmm. we've told him this, mm-hmm. uh, he needs to have a job. So when, when he wasn't able to attend jo- a job just recently because of, um, he wasn't feeling well, we're like, well, that, that kind of costs you some money there, friend. Yeah. You know. And um, it's learning that that's a big adult oh, yeah. lesson. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and, and we're here to, you know, help him learn that, but mm-hmm. also so that he's still going to have clothes. He's still right. going to have food. He's still going to have a shelter. I mean, that's, yeah. none of that will change right, right. now. Uh, but you have to, learn to understand that, that, yeah, that your paycheck is going to be less now mm-hmm. substantially because of the, the, you know, taking that. So I know you were not feeling well, but could you have pushed it? Right. Have, yeah. Maybe had been cleared up by about two hours into work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes right. you, yeah. I wake up and I feel, oh God, still that. Yeah. <laughs> but I still have responsibilities. I still go mm-hmm. drink a little extra water and go. Yeah. And then if I am bad at noon, I'll come back. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the way I slept. And that's yeah. the struggle with being young and inexperienced. Just like you were yeah. saying before about that Earth class that yeah. you took with uh Mia Mia or Maya Maya, Maya. Maya. I apologize Maya uh you have things that you learn in a book and then there are things that you learn from experience and putting those things together for teenagers were the book 
the parents right. or the yeah. book. So we're yeah. telling them these things, but they don't have the life experience to put it together. So it just yeah. seems like fantasy land. And I've, I have books that I've read and respected, but it doesn't yeah. really become real unless I use it. Right. And teenagers just don't, they don't have the physical time that they've gone through yeah. to have that right. be real for them. Yep. Right. And it right. will eventually. There are things that my mom told me long time ago and it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I finally did it. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll give this a try. <laughs> might as well. Mom might be right. <laughs> and then, oh, oh, and lo and behold. Lo and behold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's been wrong about things before. And goodness knows, 16-year-old me was there to remind her. Right. But she's also been right right about things. And yeah. bless her soul. She's such a patient woman. Well, that's, that's that old saying, right? Dad, mom, dad, how'd you guys get so smart? And they usually tell you that when they're 25 or 30. Right. Yeah. yeah. You guys get to be so smart. You guys know all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we hadn't because changed. Because we used to be <laughs> stupid. Yeah, because we used to be stupid and we've improved the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't listen to our parents either. Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, We have a big thing to announce. Yes, oh, we yes, do. We do. So we have the winners. Contest winners. Who uh, do we have? Who won? Say, okay. So we had two parts to the, to the contest. The one part of the contest was any one that signed up to be a member in the month of July would be entered into a drawing for the mm -hmm. book. And the second part of it was, well, we look back at all the current members. Of Anyone who was a member previous to July And it's current. As of a current, current member. Current yeah. member. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, the Herbal and, Nerd Society. And we picked one from that bunch. Um, so the winners of the Grow Your Own Herbal Remedies by Maria No Groves plus bonus online material is Fallon Alvarez. Oh, what a wonderful name. Yes. And he was a new member in July. Yay, oh, thank, thank you. you. Welcome. And then Thanks. our existing member, who also wins the Grow Your Own Herbal Remedies, mm -hmm. is Heidi Sabotic. Aww. We will be emailing you both um, today or tomorrow uh, to get your uh, addresses so we can ship you out the book. Yay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that does include, and that yes, and that does include um, the online access to the other chapters. That yes. Could not yeah. Be... She has some bonus material online. Right. And then there's also a book plate signed by Maria for each yes. book. Yes. Yep. Exactly. They're autographed as well. So we, we hope got to both, witness it. Both enjoy that or enjoy those books and get a lot of information on them. And then once you get them, it'd be great if you could. I don't know, take a selfie with them and, and yeah. put it up on the Practical Herbalist Instagram page or Facebook and just say, hey, this is our book. Yeah, tag Aww. us. Tag, tag us, us. Um, at the Practical Herbalist. Yep. And, and then, oh, also, if it, I don't know what Maria Negroves, Groves tag is, but. but it, tag her too. Yeah, yeah tag, tag her, her too. There yeah. you go. Tag her too. And thank well, you, Maria. That would be super nice. Yeah. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Maria. But she and I would call her more than just a herbal buddy of ours. I'll call her a friend now because we've she known is. her for so long. Yeah. And she is a delight. She is an absolute Which you delight. see in her writing. Yeah. Yes. And in the classes she teaches. Mm -hmm. She's she's incredibly knowledgeable and she's just the sweetest thing. Yep. Yep. We're fans. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. As they say in the YouTuber world, no like and subscribe. Yes. No so, like and subscribe. Like it, and subscribe. Is it, what is it? Okay. Is it no like and subscribe? Like like and subscribe at the links below. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're pointing. Yeah, they're always pointing yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, reviews are great. Uh, the more that we get on iTunes, the the more that people listen to us, and that's uh, the biggest thing to help uh, bring out herbalism and herbs to people. Mm -hmm. um, Herbal Nerd Society again. Thank you very much. Uh, we enjoy um, having you as members and providing this podcast along with. Um, other parts of our website because of you uh, and um, beyond Facebook. We're there as well. We have what, almost 9,000 
followers, I think now on Facebook going on 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And you start conversations there. Um, I know Sue monitors that a lot more than I do. Uh, so enjoy there. Again, we're on Instagram at the practical herbalist, I believe. Mm -hmm. yes. And you're, yes. and yeah. Candace, you've been monitoring the Instagram. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's yes. great. So with that, guys, put, put an herb on, on it. it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies.